There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The Commission on Taxation has been publishing its report this week. Now, this happens from time to time, and all of the people who are on the Commission on Taxation, you, you can Google their names. I, I, I barely recognized one or two of them, but these are the people who are saying we need to increase inheritance tax, remove the tax relief on health insurance, put up VAT, put up PRSI, especially for the self employed, bring in congestion charges. Accommodation tax on tourists, like you do in some parts of Mallorca. More tax on the lump sum you get with your pension. Put more tax on your savings and deposits. Increasing property tax. Congestion charges. A tax on electricity. What? Electricity use. And tax on pizza. Now, speaking of fish and chips, there'd be tax on that too. Like, who are these people? And what is this about? Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Charlie, are, the, are these somebody that Santi didn't come to or that he brought a bag of coal when they were children? Who are they? Good morning. How you doing? How you doing, PJ? Yeah, it's, um, it's unpopular, isn't it? My God. As somebody said to me, all they're short of doing is proposing a tax for the air that we breed. I mean, you know, and, and I really took issue with them yesterday at their launch of this report when the Minister for Finance was there, Pascal Donoghue, uh, at, at, at what I see as a kind of skewering of households and, and letting businesses largely off the hook here, you know, even some very generous um, tax release for high earners when they, they don't advocate doing anything there. Who are they, you ask? Well, it's chaired by this woman, Neve Maloney. She's a professor of law at the London School of, of Economics. She's an Irish woman, as you might guess, from a name like Neve Maloney. And it's got representatives from trade unions, uh, from IBEC, from academia. You know, there's a guy from the ESRI on it, Barrow uh, There are tax experts. And, um, you know, uh, and, and, and th- th- that kind of thing is just a broad range of people. So basically, it was a commission or a committee put together by the Department of Finance. They, they, they asked them to, to look at how are we going to fund the future of the country in 10, 15 years when we all get a lot older, when the, you know, the cost of the climate transition is going to be huge and we're going to have fewer workers. So none of these are for the budget, none of these are immediate, but the, they came up with a suite of proposals, 116 different recommendations yeah. uh, for, for future funding the country. Um, that's what they were asked to do. It was set up in April 2021. It reported yesterday. But, yeah, it's gone down very badly, a lot of these proposals, you know, the, particularly the inheritance tax one, the PRSI one, and the tax on processed food. I mean, those ones are headline-grabbing, but... Um, the tax on electricity use, Charlie. I mean, like, it's dear enough as it is. Oh, for God's sake. I mean, you know, never mind the fact that, that we, we're in an energy crisis and it, prices have more than doubled. We've had multiple increases from all the energy providers. I think something like five from each of them in the last year and a half. 
you know, the, the average household bill is probably going to be over €2,000 just for electricity alone. Standing charges have gone through the roof. You already pay VAT on your electricity bill. There's a levy on it. Now, the levy at the moment is negative, the PSO levy. Uh, but you don't pay carbon tax on your electricity. But what they're saying is that, that this commission, this commission on taxation and welfare are saying, look at, you know, the European Union is looking at an additional levy or excise duty on electricity. We think that's a good idea as well. Mm. Because, you know, the, 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 the revenue that the, the country gets from fossil fuels, the likes of diesel and petrol, heating oil, they reckon that'll go down as we transition into greener technologies, um, gr- greener ways of, 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 of getting our services. So they want um, uh, recognising the need for the exchequer to generate additional revenue from tax and electricity in the medium to long term to replace revenues from fossil fuels is what they say. Mm. Uh, so there should, you know, they say any increase should be carefully timed. No, they were very eager to say yesterday, these commission people, that they realise this report has come out smack bang in the middle of the most crippling cost of living crisis we we can we yeah. can remember. You know, worse than the 70s. And, um, you know, obviously its timing is woeful, but they wanted us to look at these things. So, you know, people are just going to be appalled at that kind of suggestion, given... You know, when the, when the winter bills start landing on yeah. the doorsteps, they're going to be bumper bills. They are going to land with a thud on the do, on now, the doormat, you know. Th- this is the commission, like you said, that Pascal Donoghue appointed and, and asked to come back with these recommendations. You say nothing's going to happen in the budget in two weeks' time. <clears throat> Nothing from no. this document. But is it just one of these things that they'll keep on saying it over and over again until some minister down the road actually goes and does it? I suppose what they're saying is, look, here's a report, and it is a monster. It's a doorstep of a report. It's 500 pages, you know. Um, uh, just the recommendations alone are 38 pages, you know. We weren't given the full report at, at, at the start of the briefing yesterday, but uh, um, Pascal Dunhu jokingly came up and handed me a copy of it because I complained that I hadn't got it. But it's an absolutely enormous thing. I suppose what it is is a suite of options. In, in the years ahead, we're going to have to, what they say, broaden the tax base because we're getting older, because... Uh, and uh, corporation tax is booming at the moment, twenty billion a year, but it's not expected to last. So, so these guys have to look at other ways of raising money. My problem is there's too much of a focus on households, not enough on businesses. Apart from the PRSI on on the self-employed, so I just think you know there's a whole load of sneaky levies and charges. It's like the last commission on taxation we had, which proposed water charges and property tax and a whole raft of other little sneaky levies and charges that come out. I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> it came out in about 2013 or yeah. something like that. And, and, um, we know, and we know where the water charges debate went, you know? Exactly. You know, so, I mean, you know, of course taxes are unpopular. Nobody wants to pay taxes, and you have to pay taxes. And, you know, there's a solidarity thing here, you know, where we all share in the cost of teachers and guards and, 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 and the ambulance. You know, we, 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 if, we, if we have a problem, we need an ambulance. We complain if it's not there, but it has to be paid for. Of course, that's all true. But where does the burden fall? Yeah. If it falls too much on the household, which is the argument I was making to them yesterday, it's, you know, it, it's totally unfair. I just said to them, you've absolutely skewered households and you've let, you know, you've given businesses a, 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 a get out of jail card here, just a free run at it. There's barely any proposals for them to, to, to hit businesses. And their argument to that, Professor Maloney, the chairperson, Professor Neve Maloney's argument was, look at, we don't want to do anything that, it, that you know, that, that impacts on job creation. We want to protect jobs and, 
and make sure that the, the, the country is attractive as a business yeah. location. Well, I mean, you if know, you, if you look at the balance, I think, PJ. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you look at the one you, and you said skewering families, okay, take now it's being headlined, including in your own paper, as a tax on pizzas. But drill down into it. It's a tax on processed food. Now, with the best will in the world, families struggling to make ends meet, in fact, to make ends even wave at one another these days, let alone meet. They live on processed food for the, with the best will in the world. It's all they can afford. So they'll be reading this and going, what? You're going to put my food up? I can't yeah, exactly. keep my house. I can't light my house. No, you can't. You don't want me to eat either. No, no. Look, I'm responsible for calling that a pizza tax because I, 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 when I got hold of more of the proposals yesterday, just before yesterday morning, I, I spotted this thing where they want to put a tax on processed foods to discourage people from eating them. So... You're absolutely right. A lot of poorer households would depend on the, you know, staple for them, a family favourite for them would be the chicken nuggets, the pizzas, those kind of things, which are highly processed. Grow Okay, okay, PJ, they're not good for you. Uh, but it's is it a bit paternalistic in nanny state? Is it a bit like the minimum unit pricing for alcohol to turn around and say, oh, we don't like those, so we, we'll tax the yeah. backside out of them. You know, the same with the cigarettes. Um, but in certain certain cohorts... Would, would smoke and, and, and would eat processed foods, so they're going to be particularly going to be hit by that. You know, they may not have the, the main, just may not be possible for them with big families to, to prepare meals, and so they may mm-hmm. not, be, not be just good at doing that. So, you know, there's a real issue there. I think that's terribly classist, you know, definitely that, that one. And it's all very well for a lot of well paid, well healed individuals to turn around at a, in a committee and say, I'll put a tax on pizza, sure, it's not good for us, you know. Uh, but, you know, what are the practical implications of that is the question I would ask. Yeah. There's, there's another one that stings as well, I think, for people who are getting to a time in their life where they're almost clear their mortgage, they're putting a few quid away, their children are growing up and they're looking at a point where, well, I'll no longer be here, but I've got a house and I've got a few bob that my kids can have. And this crowd want to tax the life out of that. Yeah, I revealed this on Monday morning, and it that. took off like wildfire. Wildfire! It's one of the most read stories on the Independent.ie. This is the inheritance tax proposal they have. They're saying, look, at the moment under under capital acquisitions tax is it, it, the technical name. It's we all call it inheritance tax. Under that, at the moment, a parent can leave their offspring three hundred and thirty-five thousand euros mm. worth of property. Or that assets, includes whatever. the house, doesn't it? Yeah, that'd be the house or whatever, you know. So the total can't exceed 335. That's tax-free. If you go over that, if you go over that, you're paying a uh, tax at 33%. What they're saying is that 30, that 335,000 euros is too high, they say. It's far too high. It should be, quote, substantially reduced and bring it down to the other thresholds, you know, for for somebody who's not a close relative, the, the threshold is about 32,000 euros. And they're, they're saying it should come down to that. That has gone down incredibly badly. People are really annoyed about that. Well, well that I would mean, Charlie, I think, sorry to cut a question, I think that would mean, maybe I'm misinterpreting it here, you'll correct me if I am. If I was to die in the morning and leave the house to my kids, if these people lowered the rate, they'd be having to sell the house to pay the tax. You're absolutely right, and a lot of people would say that, that, that they, particularly in urban areas, Cork, Dublin, Galway, you know, uh, if there's only a small number of children, uh, you know, they may end up having to sell the house, you know, um, supposing there's one child. They can only they can only inherit a value of three thirty five three hundred thirty five thousand if the house is worth four hundred thousand. You know they're paying tax on the rest of it, and they may not be able to do that, so they may have to sell. So, yeah, yeah and people are arguing. Hold on a minute, it's their money. We paid tax on it. We bought this house. We paid high interest rates back in the day, very very high um, income tax and very high mortgage rates, 
And, uh, you know, we should get to do as we like with it. Remember, the threshold used to be as high as 540,000. You know, it was really high. So, and the tax rate was lower. But others will say, well, hold on a minute here. You know, this kind of inheritance is, 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 is known as, as, as the way wealth gets perpetuated. And it, it ensures that there's inequality out there, the way, you know, rich people can lend money to, to their offspring and, you know, a lot of those who can get a deposit together, it's because they're getting um, the bank of mum and dad or leaving them money. They're, they're maybe giving them their inheritance early or something. So, you know, there's arguments on both sides. You can see arguments on both sides, but mainly people are just annoyed about this one. And the Minister for uh, Finance, Pascal Dunn, who was very, very adamant yesterday, I'm not going there, he said on that one. Well, and Leo Faradkar said, said the same as yeah, well. That yeah. no Finnegale, Finnegale, I think Faradkar said no Finnegale government is going to go near that one. It's toxic because they know people will go bananas, PJ. Yeah, well, at least there's that. So you can reassure us, Charlie, nothing out of this document is going to be in the budget in two weeks' time. No, and you know, in contrast to this, this is, this is a horror show for, for households, this commission report. But the budget, in contrast to that, will be completely different. It'll be a giveaway budget to take account of the fact that people are going to be suffering heavily with energy bills in particular this winter. So, you know, yeah, these are kind of options for the future, I suppose, PJ. There'll be nothing in this current budget this month. All right, listen, thank you very much for going through it with me. That's Charlie Finance, or Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent. I've given the poor man a nickname now, haven't I, Charlie Finance? But then he did call it a pizza tax, so one for the other. Thanks, Charlie. Always appreciate your input. Corks 96 FM.